Welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This episode's called Building Blocks, with an X, like blocks, uh, because <laughs> we're going to talk about this company um, called Roblox. Um, and I don't know if you've heard of uh, Roblox or not. Uh, I'm going to ask you to fill in for the audience here. Have you heard of Roblox, Amanda? As the audience, I have to say I've heard of it, but don't ask me to tell you what it is. Yeah, so you don't, you're not familiar with what Roblox is, no. but you've heard the name before. Yes. Now, maybe if you have children, the odds that you've heard of Roblox probably goes up because it is a product for children. It's a it's a toy or a uh, it's actually a game or something that you play online uh for 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 kids. And so if you have kids, you may have probably heard of it like you've probably heard of Fortnite if you have kids. Um if you don't, you may have just heard these terms on the news or in the air but you don't know really what they mean. But um what I'm going to present in this episode is I'm going to talk about the company of Roblox and how big and massive and important of a company that it is, and how if you didn't have kids or didn't pay attention to the market, you might not be aware of this, but it's really interesting, and I think it's also indicative of the future. So that's what we're doing here today. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Are you in? I'm well, in. Well, so you said you didn't know that much about it, so I mean, I thought this would be a good way to inform, because it actually is a, a really, really big company. So if the estimated value of the company of Roblox it's $68 billion. Hmm. The company is worth $68 billion. So that is a really large company. I mean, just in the tech world in general. I mean, that's worth like, that's like Facebook money. And it's just like a game for kids? Yeah. Yeah. That they play on their phones? They play it on phones. On It's cross-platform, so you uh, can actually play it on lots of different uh, different things. Okay. And they make a shitload of money. And so I thought the first thing I would talk about is why you should care about Roblox. Like, okay, so it's a $68 billion company, so you should care for the reason that it's freaking massive. I also would like to explain that, like, Roblox isn't exactly a game. It's, like, it's more like a platform. So if you've ever heard, if you're in the gaming world you've heard of like unity or other sort of their platforms that you can use to make games and then you can sell those games so it's like an engine to make a game roblox itself doesn't actually make any games they just have a platform that allows the creators the audience to make games okay and so because of that they do the same thing facebook does where they're not generating content they provide a platform and the users generate content. And so because of that similarity that they have to say Facebook or Twitter or any of the others, uh, what we would call social media applications, uh, they get protection from that. What is the, the code that gives them all protection? Uh, Facebook protection from um, litigation? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Editor's note. Insert actual name here. <laughs> We don't have an editor. I, yeah, we don't have an editor. I can't remember what it's called. It's like section 20. Yeah, it's like section 219 or something. I can't remember off the top of my head, and uh, we're going to have to pause. <laughs> and we're back, and the, after that break, I learned that it is section 230. We were so close. I was close. So, yes, uh, they're protected by the same statute that protects Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, all those companies from litigation for what their users post. 
And because of that, they're running into the same sorts of problems. You know how Facebook has a lot of <laughs> problems? No, you don't say. Yeah, we may have may not have done episodes on Facebook and the metaverse and the monstrosity that it is. So Facebook is pretty bad. And it's all a lot of it stems from that Section 230, that protection that they get from uh, being a platform and not an actual product, which is why you should care because they're using this to screw over kids, little kids and adults. So if if they can if Roblox can use this section 230 protection and work with creators to create a, a an environment, we'll call it a metaverse, a place you can go and experience things, which is basically what the metaverse is, and they're like we're going to outsource it like totally it's going to be community driven. But then they're fucking people. What I'm saying is that's an indicator of what Facebook and all these other companies are going to do in the future. Right now, Roblox is doing it to kids and they're feeling their way around it. They're and, they're feeling little kids? Yeah, they're feeling their way around the little kids. They're doing a little that's diddling. Terrible. To see if when they get to doing it to grown-ups, how savvy we're gonna be about it. It's actually really, really dark, if you think about it. <laughs> hmm. Because it really shows to me, it really shows like this 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 Web three ideal that everyone has, crypto bros, and this like we're gonna go to this future where people are gonna be creative and it's gonna be decentralized, man. It's gonna be great, and it all sounds good in theory, but when you see the underbelly of what can happen in it, it turns out like there's a lot of problems. And I wanted to discuss that because I think that it's relevant not just to Roblox but to technology in general. And so we were using Roblox as sort of a uh, a guide, a showing you what we were going to use Roblox as building blocks, as it were, to build to what we're going into the future, blocks with an X. So after that verbose and sort of long-winded reasons why I think you should care, uh, I'm curious, do you, do you care about uh, this at all? Does it seem like it would matter? I'm definitely interested. I I want to know more. Was it seedy under, underbelly that got you? Yeah. And in anything that's like, when you say it's like Facebook, mm. I'm like, oh, yeah. what are they doing? Yeah. So um, I, I'm assuming, you know, uh, that you understand the, the, the idea of it being a, a creative platform and not an actual game. Because yes. a lot of uh, where this is going relies on that. So... We'll start with like just how Roblox came about because you have to understand that to get how we got to where we're at now. So it was uh, founded by a guy named David Bazuki. He was uh, he went to Stanford. He was a graduate in computer science, and he made a software that was called um, Interactive Physics, and it was like a physics program. You could build things and watch physics happen, and it was for fun, but it was mostly for like companies to to test out physics for products. And he actually built in other functions for like mechanical engineering and things. And he sold it to camera companies, car companies, computer companies. And the company went pretty large. And he sold it in 1998 for $30,000,000, a company that he started from scratch. So he became pretty rich. Like he was making legit good computer science software. And uh, he met this guy named Eric Castle. And Eric was a... a computer designer and he was really fascinated with what uh, David had made. He realized that like when, when they gave it to kids, when they let little kids play it, they had the best time because they would just like build a building and crash it or crash a car and watch the physics happen. And kids loved it. And he found that they would like make little games for, with themselves, like, cause kids are creative like that. So 
they would build a bridge and can you build a better bridge than than mine and can you have more weight on your building than mine and he saw that and was like inspired by it he was like well wait a minute like kids are really really creative and like they if you give them a sandbox they will build they'll make games that's what they really want to do and so around 2004 they started a a, a program that they called Dynablocks at the time and Dynablocks was like a, the the precursor it was you know 2007 they started getting more and more traction so from 2004 to 2007 it was pretty tame there wasn't a lot of multiplayer or anything like that it was just kind of a physics puzzle game where people could build but over those 3 years it got bigger and bigger and they started adding private messaging and a, a little store where you could buy like little hats and decorations for your character and they started adding like uh clubs and voting on things and it started to become like a a, a community also in around 07 they announced their paying uh because it had been free until this point uh, a paying membership where you could pay five dollars a month and you get a certain amount of like tokens that you can use to buy stuff and you have access to uh, trading with other players and creators, and it gave you like little bonuses, made your little avatar look cooler if you paid. Now they started generating some money. Well, it was about 2013 when they announced their developer exchange program, which was a way for you to take the points that you'd earned in Roblox that were called uh, Robux, and you could turn those into actual cash that would be deposited into your bank account. How? Basically, if if you use their software and you develop a game and it gets enough people going to it, you get Robux, the little tokens, as a reward. Oh. So your game gets uh, a lot of... Traction. Specific, traction. Specifically the pay traction. If the paying customers are playing your shit, they give you points. Mm. And so if you save up enough points, you can cash them out into, a, into your bank account and they will actually deposit U.S. currency into your bank account. Okay. So that okay. started in uh, 2013, and they had to put some rules around that. So some of the rules they put to cash out is you have to be a premium member. You have to have over 100,000 Robux, and you have to be uh, 13 or older. Well, yeah. Um, You also have to uh, file a W-9. It counts as earnings, and if you sure. don't report it on taxes... Uh, you can get in trouble for that. It's like you're a contractor. So that's a lot to ask from a 13-year-old kid. And so the way the exchange rate works for Roblox and Robux is kind of important here. So to cash out your Robux, it one Robux is worth about 0. .0035 US dollars. So about a third of a penny for one Robux. Okay. So if you had 100,000 Robux, you could cash out at about $350. Uh, that's how much money you'd have to have before they would even give you any money. And it's kind of predatory the way that works as well because there's a cash out button and it allows you to click that and try to cash out. Even if you can't, it won't tell you. And if you if you pass, then it makes you fill out an application and it's this long process and maybe you can cash out. But if you can't, it just triggers a, a thing that flags your account so you can't click that or try to cash out for another month. You can only try so many times to cash out, but they don't tell you up front, which is really predatory because mm. it basically means if you go there thinking you can cash out, but you can't and you click it, then they're making you wait another month. And then during that time period, you, you're going to be less likely to want to cash out. The whole thing is set up to not have yeah, you cash out. Yeah, it's definitely set up to deter you from actually cashing out. Yeah. And that 
is where we start to run into like problems with Roblox. Because so far, it seems pretty great. They made this platform yeah. for kids. They're making games for each other. They're sharing them. I mean, it actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So I actually have kind of like three categories of problems with Roblox. And uh, this leads us right into the first one. It's just how the pay actually uh, works. So problem number one. Um, there are about 10 million developers on Roblox right now, which is crazy amount of people. That's how many people are making the games. That's not how many people are going and playing. There's way more that are going and playing. It's actually about 50 million people a day going to play games. And then you have about 10 million of those are making games. And that's worldwide? Yes. Wow. Globally. Wow. It's also, like I said, cross-platform. So it's on phones. It's on Xbox. It's on mm. computer, PCs. It's on Apple. Everything. Okay. Um, and so out of those 10 million developers, these are stats according to Roblox from last year. Out of those 10 mil million developers, only about 1,250 earned $10,000 in cash or more that year. Only about 300 out of that 10 million people earned $100,000 in cash or more in 2020. So if you're thinking $10,000 $10, in cash, that's that's not a living wage. You can't live off of that for a year. So only 1,250 out of the 10 million are, are below poverty. <laughs> and then there are some at the top that are making $100,000 in a year, but there's only about 300 of those people. Now, but these are... They're, are they employees? No, they're not employees. These are just people that make games. Oh, okay. It's like it's just like Facebook. It, you're your own. Or, they're or, the ones creating the content. Yeah, you could think of it like a YouTuber. Yeah. Just like a YouTuber, um, except you'll notice that the numbers seem kind of small, and that's where things get kind of crazy. According to Roblox, they only give about 25% of their revenue to developers, uh, which is really, really backwards. The industry average is giving 70% to developers. If you look at things like YouTube, Twitch, Unity, Steam, Facebook even, all of these places, the average is around 70% that they give to the creators. Roblox, off the bat, admits they only give 25%, and they take the other 75, mm. which is just crazy off the bat. Like, how can they get away with their numbers being that different? Because it's kids. That's what weirds me out about this whole thing. Like, that this is all applies to children who are 13 and above, which seems sketch, doesn't it? So those developers are kids? Some of them. Some of them are. Uh, in fact, there's a uh, the BBC did a profile story of two twins that live in England that paid off their parents' mortgage when they were 16 years old from a game they built on Roblox. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. No, it doesn't. It sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Well, let me explain how we get into the stickiness of it. So earlier, I said that one Roblox was 0 0.035 US dollars to buy one Robux. The problem is that you have to use Roblox, or Robux, I'm sorry. You have to use Robux. You have to use that in-game money to advertise your game. So if you spend 1,000 Robux, you can put your game up higher to advertise it to more people. And oh. so... It becomes where it's not economical to cash out because you should save your Robux to use them to advertise your game. Because here's the thing. Right. The price for buying Robux and the price you cash them out at are not the same. For $1,000, you can buy 100,000 Robux. For 1,000 US dollars, you get 100,000 Robux. But then when you cashed out those Robux, you would get $350. $350. Yeah. Yeah. So the rate is not the same. They're making... 
almost triple. So really and truly, they do not want you to cash out. No, it doesn't they, make any sense to cash out. They it, deter you from it by setting a, a $350, like you have to reach that mm-hmm. amount. And then they basically turn it into a an in-house bank account mm-hmm. that they want you to use to mm-hmm. promote your game, to Ex- advertise it. And if you then try to cash out after that, you might not be able to do it again mm-hmm. or get back in to build up. Exactly. Your so you're gonna have to spend account. the Robux on advertising again to get your game back up oh. and so you won't cash out. So ultimately, really they don't want you to take it. It's a huge scam yeah. to to make you not cash out. Although you technically can, mm-hmm. only the people at the very tippy top ever do because it's not financially worth it. It doesn't right. make any sense. Cause again, you could pay a thousand dollars to get a hundred thousand Robux. So that's how much money they're making before they give you the 350. And then you're getting taxed on it on top of that. And Roblox has service fees they don't discuss ahead of time. So really, you're probably getting like $280. So even if you went and dropped $1,000... You'd probably get 280 back. You wouldn't even be able to cash out because you wouldn't reach the 350 threshold. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So the whole system is set up so that it sounds like like it's an opportunity, but it's really not. Hmm. And that so that's the first sort of problem with it is the how the pay actually works is not what it sounds like. The second problem that I think is a major problem with Roblox is that uh, gambling. So this is a game for kids, and Roblox does not allow you to gamble on Robux. None of the games let you gamble on Robux because that would be legit gambling. They can't do that. But what they do have is they have a store, an in-game store, and every person, every person that plays Roblox, you have a little avatar, your little guy that runs around the world, and you can buy little things for them, hats and stuff, and they have limited releases of some of these items, because they'll pair up with celebrities, so like Katy Perry will be like, hey, we got a special, I don't know, Katy Perry fucking sunglasses, sunglasses that mm-hmm. you can put on, and it like looks like Katy Perry, and your little guy wears those, but they'll be a limited release, but you can then sell them in the store or trade them with other players later, which creates... A stock market, essentially. You've now created a stock market. You've created um, capital investment. People can now use real money to invest in digital items and that, that now have scarcity. And when you do that, inevitably, you create a black market. And there is the black market for Roblox is gigantimous. There's thousands of black market websites for Roblox. So you can go to these other websites and purchase those Katy Perry sunglasses uh-huh. for your character. With real money or sell your Katy Perry sunglasses to somebody for real money all outside of Roblox so they can't do anything about it. The point is this is off-platform black market, which means Roblox can't see it or do anything about it. Which is their preference, I assume. It is their preference, mm-hmm. but that now now you legitimately have kids gambling. There's no, there's no protection for those people not at this point it's just gambling it's a problem that happens in a lot of video games but it's very noticeable here in roblox because they're definitely little kids there's there's other games that are huge that have similar things minecraft ups counter-strike has a an in-game market that has scarcity that people use to speculate and buy things and resell them like day traders almost yeah, like the stock market which is not a great thing to teach kids especially when there's real money involved but there, there you have it. So that is another like sort of big problem with Roblox and like what they're doing because it when you when you create digital scarcity, you will inevitably create black markets, and then you can use Section Two Hundred and Thirty as a shield to protect you from what's happening off your website, 
even though, but you've, you're still creating it. And it's, it's frustrating to me because it's the same argument Facebook uses, except in this case, it's fucking over little kids, like literally, like making them gamble. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. The third big problem with Roblox is what I'm calling exploitation. Um, and that is like literal labor exploitation. So back in the old days, in coal villages and stuff, they would do this thing that they called scripts, which was essentially not real money. It was a, uh, it looked like money and it'd say can be redeemed for $1, but you can only use them at company stores. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, in 1930, the United States government said that's illegal. You can't do that because you're, you're basically creating your own currency, which is illegal. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah. Your own little economy. Uh-huh. And you could also fuck people over if the business closes. Then they then what they they have that is worthless. little booklet of of slips can't it's, be used anywhere. It's else. worth nothing. So mm -hmm. there you've exploited their right. labor. Yeah. Um. So in 1930 they ruled that as illegal. It's keep that in mind when I explain this. So because Roblox has gotten bigger and bigger, the teams that have been developing these uh, games they don't actually call them games. By the way, they call them experiences. It's a very metaverse <laughs> way to do building it. an experience. Yeah, they man. don't use the word games. Uh -huh. It's an experience. Uh -huh. So these experiences are worked on by larger and larger teams, and it and the CEO has estimated that within the next five years there will be a game on Roblox made by a team of over a hundred people. So right now there are teams of like forty and fifty are the biggest ones, but they're just getting bigger. And we we're going to see team of a hundred people working on a game. And these teams are kids. Some are kids and some are adults. That's the thing. It's it's a mixture. Huh. And because they're th these teams are so big, they're organizing on. Uh, if you're familiar with Discord mm, yeah, or um, yeah. Skype or Zoom or other other external platforms, external ways to communicate to communicate. Mm -hmm. And they're also paying externally. So there are cases of people under thirteen who are good at developing, who are working for adults and getting paid by these adults off-platform to work on Roblox, which th then Roblox has no way to protect the child from exploitation or from ever actually getting paid. And since they're getting paid in Robux, it's, I'm arguing, the same thing as those scripts that they made illegal in 1930. I'm making the case here that by using Robux and allowing companies off your website to employ little kids and then pay them with Robux, which aren't real money, you're violating the 1930 uh, Script Currency Act. That's my argument. And a lot of people make that argument. So just to clarify, you're saying that off the platform, mm -hmm. they're using the Robux mm -hmm. to pay kids. To pay kids. Wow. How did they, I don't understand how... That's not illegal? Well... Yeah, and how it, that even works, because I thought the Robux were only a thing on the platform. Right, but if you tell a 12-year-old, I will give you, if you do X amount of work for me for this project, I will give you 10,000 Robux, Robux in Roblox, and the kid believes you. Right, okay, I see. So they're saying, like, when we log back in, uh -huh. I'll give you exactly. your pay. Exactly. So you have an adult that's the head mm -hmm. of these organizations of kids that are being exploited for their labor in order to make a product that is being consumed by other kids. Well, that's real bad. We have child labor laws. I know. And my argument <laughs> oh, here no. is that this that this is literally breaking them. Constitutional or like Supreme Court argued things. And I'm not the only one making this argument. That's why it's becoming more and more prevalent on the internet. You may, I predicted in our predictions episode that you would hear something about Roblox this year outside of me. And I, I still believe that. 
I still believe it's coming. The big news story hasn't hit, but once people, once more of this shit keeps coming out, like I said, BBC's done some stories. There's a lot of stuff on the internet. There's some channels that are gaining some traction that are like, this is fucked up. And uh, I think it's it's coming. Has the leadership like of uh, Roblox, their CEOs and higher ups, have they said anything about this? Yeah, I've seen an interview with one of them who wished to remain anonymous. And he said the culture and the attitude there is that happened on Discord. So most of these are things that people are saying, I have the screenshots to prove it but they're from Discord. And Roblox's whole argument is we don't have access to Discord's files or know anything about Discord. So that's something that has to be followed up with them. It's in Discord's camp. Or we could say Facebook if it happened there. Or hell, probably it happens on Minecraft some. So they could say that's that's Xbox's problem because it happened on Minecraft, not ours. So the, the company's stance is that the shit that's happening bad is the shit they can't control, quote unquote. Okay. Um, that's the, the company culture. So it doesn't bother them then that their products, their Robux are being used in a way externally from the platform, if nothing else, like some kind of integrity. You would think, but because it's off platform, they really don't give a shit. That's, That's my point. Okay. And that tells you that they know. that, And that also is why I called this episode Building Blocks, because other platforms are doing and going to do this exact same thing. Hmm. The, 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 they're doing it to kids now, but it's not going to stop there. That's why I think this is important. That's why I think this isn't about a kid's game. This is about how the internet is being utilized and how people are being exploited and how companies are avoiding responsibility by signing Section 230. I would think that a company would intervene. Yeah. I would think that a company with even like a tiny shred of integrity would intervene in these situations and be very vocal. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they apparently aren't, to me, they know what's happening uh -huh. and they don't care. They don't care. Exactly. Exactly. Because they're making shitloads of money. Because there's no... Um, there's no one holding them accountable. Exactly. And because they're protected, I guess. Because they're protected. And everyone's incentive is to keep the Robux in the system and not cash them out, except for the people at the very, very tippy top. Like an MLM, which exactly. is weird. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so like an weird. MLM. Yeah. Th that's why I'm saying this whole thing, it's like a it's it's a very modern scam that's that's being pulled. And it's huge and it's everywhere. So basically what they're doing is they are getting kids. Mm-hmm. Some of whom apparently are even too young to actually participate in their corrupt payment system. Mm -hmm. And they're setting it up to where these kids may or may not ever actually get paid exactly. to do work for their corporation. Exactly. Exactly. Of which they're taking 75% off the profits off the top and they admit to that. That's messed up. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So Roblox, pretty bad, right? Mm-hmm. So um, those were the three like main problems that I see with Roblox. There are other problems. Obviously, there's been nudity and uh, kids being groomed and things like that. I was wondering about that because if there's a lot of kids using the platform and then there's a lot of adults too, yes. I'm kind of like, eh. That, that has happened. There's been voice chat issues. They've, they've had voice chat and then removed it, which is a problem they've had on a lot of games that are for kids because adults with voice chat can't be trusted. Also, kids, uh, gamer kids anyway, tend to say uh, what we call gamer words, mm -hmm. which are <laughs> uh, words that we won't say on the radio mm -hmm. show, no. but words that um, 
are unacceptable in public. We're going to call those gamer words. They get thrown a lot around a lot if you uh if you allow people to have voice chat. Also, there's been like I said, uh grooming and you have adults interacting with kids off website. So there's all that gross stuff. That's sketchy as hell. Yeah, I know. And I kind of wanted to steer away from that because that's all obvious. Yeah. And that was like to me that's a problem that is obvious and that like Every company has to do. It's not unique to Roblox. Sure, yeah. Facebook has the same thing. Exactly. Like in any place where there a, are kids. a kid and an adult could possibly yeah. cross paths. So although that part of it is gross and evil, mm-hmm. it's not unique to Roblox. But the other problems that I just discussed are completely unique to Roblox. It's their own decisions that are causing it. So I feel like they're more the focus. It's horrible what's happening with kids getting groomed and stuff on the internet. But that, like I said, that's not unique to Roblox. But what... They can make decisions on are those other problems, and they're making horrible ones. Right, about how they set up their pay structure. Exactly. uh, Who's considered an employee. Exactly. Who's not. So I'm not trying to make a value judgment about which is worse. I'm just making a judgment about which one they have control over and which one is unique to them. Hmm. Because that other stuff is a huge problem. I just didn't want to focus the episode on it. Right. Um, Well, yeah. So I I do have a couple of really interesting stats about Roblox that I think are pretty cool. So there are 9.5 million developers, roughly 10 million developers on Roblox at this current time. The the all-time peak of concurrent users was 5.7 million people on at one time. They have over 40 million games on Roblox. So that's how many people have made stuff for it, which is really, really insane. And... A really interesting fact is now that Russia's currency has gone to shit, a Robux is actually worth more than a Russian ruple. <laughs> right now, that .0035 is worth more than a ruple. It's got more value. Yeah, so if a Russian says, I'll give you a ruple, they're actually, you'd be better off taking a Robux. Oh, burn. Which is pretty crazy to think about. Well, my question for you is, have you played any of these games or done the... I yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've logged into Roblox and, like, looked at it and run around. Uh, years. I mean, like, every every few years I've looked at it because it, it, it every few years some somebody will make something on there that pops off on YouTube and people will like it. And you'll go play that and then you're like, oh, yeah, this is kind of fun, but it's stupid. And then I'd forget about it for a while and then it would come back up. So it's, for me, it's been something that I've known about and that I've, like, went and looked at. And then I've seen, there's tons of YouTube videos of people doing crazy shit on Roblox. It's something people like to make fun of. And then with all these scandals and all this, like, kind of grossness around it, I, yeah, I've, I've been on there. Have there been any type of legislators or legal people who have tried to in- intervene? Yeah, and um, it's all it's the same as with Facebook. It's 2.30. They have too much money and too many lawyers. There's nothing that anybody can do. Hmm. It would take Congress. It's just like with Facebook. I mean, you can... I've literally seen videos of Roblox like, CEOs like basically doing the same thing Facebook does. Essentially sitting there with a shit-eating grin looking at the congressman and saying, because this didn't happen on our platform, it is not our responsibility. That's gross. And just sitting there with that grin saying that. And there's, I mean, that's why I wanted to cover this is because this is not, if they can do all this shit to little kids and get away with it, what I'm saying is they can do things like this to grownups. Part of the way they get away with this is because they're... Their payout structure is so complicated. It's hard for even grownups to wrap, um, wrap your head around. So it's even worse on little kids. But the thing is, little kids have protective parents and they're still getting screwed over. Some of these kids, their parents are just as savvy as you are, but they can't figure it out either. 
And what I'm saying is that proves that it will work on adults, that 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 when we go to the future of meta building the metaverse <laughs> and letting us all deal with it, it's going to happen to grownups. I can give an example of where something similar has happened with grownups. Have you heard of a DAO? You know. A, a DAO is a decentralized organizational affiliation. And it basically means like it's a company that doesn't uh, have a, a ruler, a structure. It's all digital. Everybody that's a member of the company votes on everything. Nothing can happen without voting. <laughs> Recently, there was a, uh, a a big DAO company that was doing stuff online in the digital space. You know, similar to Roblox. We all work on this platform together. No one owns anything. It's all cool. <laughs> and mm -hmm. what happened was somebody waited till the middle of the night and brought up a vote for them to own the company. <laughs> and they had enough shares in the company and they did it at the right time where nobody, nobody noticed, was around noticed. so they spent three thousand dollars and bought the whole company and took all five hundred thousand dollars out of the company's account gave it to themselves and nobody can do anything part of the dow culture is code is law there's no you can't go against what the code says they use the system working as intended is what they would call uh -huh. that mm -hmm. and so what I'm saying is, like, that's already happening to grown-ups in this space. People are getting fucked over by the way this all works because they don't know. Mm -hmm. And, the like, how we have lawyers to explain to us how legal issues works because it's so arcane and fucked. And if you don't know, you're entitled to a public defender who does to defend you. We do not have that for the technical space. And I guess part of what I'm saying here is maybe we should. Right. Maybe that's a possible answer here is that we need like tech lawyers that you have access to to defend you as a creator if you can't afford someone to teach you this shit. I think that might be one possible solution. Either that or some kind of law, some yeah. kind of legislation that keeps that from happening. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's messed up. I think it's part of the future and I think a lot of these places want to want to create uh, like YouTube, you know, and, and, and everything else where, where, and it's good to give the audience a chance to be the creators on one hand, but on the other hand. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I think, I mean, we can all, I think as, as a, as a, a grown up, as adults, we can understand at least sort of like what it feels like to have your idea or your effort or your work credited to someone else yeah we can, haven't we all ha had that experience uh -huh. at one point or another well yeah. imagine that but it actually being like i guess your job yeah and then your pay goes to that other person too uh -huh. imagine if ashton kutcher was putting out this podcast pretending that, <laughs> he's that like, i was him he's like i'm the carolina snowflake yeah and, and like, we were no, just we're doing not. it every week and he no, was getting not. all the credit that would suck yeah yeah we all know how horrible that is and i'm i'm it seems like that's in the future. Or I'm just crazy. Or I'm just crazy rambling with a tinfoil <laughs> hat on my head. But I tend to have good instincts about these type of things. And I see something happening here with Roblox. It's been building for a while. And uh, so I at least am going to keep my eye on this space because I think there's something here. I think we all should. Yeah, I do too. And if you want to hear other spaces that you might should keep your eye on, you can find those on our other episodes on the Carolina Snowflakes website. CarolinaSnowflakes.com Or you can get on the evil, evil Facebook and get exploited with the rest of us. Facebook.com forward slash Carolina Snowflakes. And just to round it all off, we also use uh, Google too, who's also exploiting you for your data. And that's who we use for our email if you want to send us an email. 
carolinasnowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.